Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast, uh, pre-Christmas edition 2015. Mm. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who's been investigated after causing a ruckus at the Nando's out the front of Etihad Stadium. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Look, I can't say too much about it, Michael. No, you still, can't. Still with the Portuguese authorities. <laughs> but I said uh, medium peri-peri. Yep. It was hot. I hate that. What's a man supposed to do? And they gave you chips and not rice. Yeah. You were furious. And I had uh, two I had two drumsticks jammed in my mouth. So oh, like, like a walrus. Like a walrus. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, people laughed and yeah. laughed. Yeah, people enjoyed it. People seemed to be enjoying it. I'd been at Stereosonic all day. Okay. So I don't, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit hazy. You're a bit, hydra- bit dehydrated. I was a bit dehydrated, I was, <laughs> but I was pumped. Uh-huh. I was alert. I was yep. really excited. Yep. Uh, I was awake for the next seven days. You were twitching, weren't you? <laughs> I was twitching. And all I had was just a pair of shorts on and a bum bag. Yep. <laughs> you show off that uh, that, <laughs> that Brendan Bolton tattoo on your lower shoulder blade. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. Do you think um, has Dustin Martin let down people with neck tattoos? Um, I think every day they look at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, we can't go into too much detail, can we? We can't speculate. Yeah. We know that uh, so many people listen to, uh, so many higher ups listen to this that mm. we will be sued, and mm. we can't we can't afford a twenty million dollar loss mm. like the AFL can. Yeah, how much though? They've already planned that they're going to lose twenty million dollars next year. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so here's a Caroline Wilson article. So the AFL has forecast a loss of almost twenty million for next year as the financial woes of a majority of clubs continue to haunt the competition. A, that's really good reading. I just read like five lines yep. and that was really good well reading. Done. I think it's more the clubs are going to lose $20 million all up. All up. Mm. But how does that... Like, how do you, how can you sustain that? Like, oh, I, I never did accounting. Yeah, true. Uh, I wasn't great at maths at school. Mm. Um, I did uh, reasoning and data, I think it was. Is, yeah. Is that... we're, we're, very, we're very good at adding, you know, six plus... Six plus six plus six, like goals. Yeah, I can do that easily. Yeah, yeah. six times tables are off the charts. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <laughs> We're like the rain men. 16, 96, <laughs> 16 goals, it's easy. Uh, 37, but, um, two, two, two. Yeah, uh, but uh, I imagine that uh, 20 mil would leave a little bit of a uh, hole in the coffers. Yeah, well, they've got the big TV deal, I suppose, coming in. and I, yeah, But they are, they're just propping them up. Okay, we're calling it. Which club goes? <laughs> Which clubs <laughs> yeah, go? Right. Which club does go? <laughs> uh, Sydney and the Giants, merger. Not a bad idea. Go that meet in the middle, so round about Balmain kind of area. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, so you catch a catch a ferry to the game. Yeah, there we go. You don't even kinda... need, you, no footbridge. It's very nice, ferry. Balmain. Very yeah. nice. Lovely. Yeah. Fuck um, the Gold Coast off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving further north, maybe. Is it cheaper up there? Like in Townsville. Yeah. Flights. Flights ah, will get true. you. Yeah. Flights will get you. <laughs> so they're gone. We've got. Uh, so we're back down to sixteen teams. Yep, I'm looking good. Yeah. All right. Well, that saved a bit of cash. Yeah. Which Victorian teams go now? Because I reckon they're they're too strong. They're two two very strong clubs in South Australia and 
uh, Western Australia. Australia. (laughs) That took me a while to get to. Yeah, they're they're doing fine. Mm -hmm. Well, because they've got so many people and barracking for four teams, Mm -hmm. so they can afford it. Yeah, or do we move a team, a couple of teams down to Tasmania? Because the property would be cheaper there, wouldn't it? Uh, Do the Kangas just play out of there and then come up here, come up to Victoria for a few games? Oh, yeah. we're getting rid of the kangaroos. Is, oh, that, is really? that what's happening? Okay. I'm getting strong emails from yeah. people. <laughs> I know. People aren't going to be happy with Tasmanian that. Tasmanian kangaroos. It's also, people are very aware that I'm avoiding saying, <laughs> let's get rid of Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> because it can't happen. We can't get rid of... We're, we're, we're reset. Nature will take its course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll happen uh, naturally. But 20 million bucks, that's a lot. They're going to have to take the uh, blanket around the grounds. Yeah. So they can piff 50 cent coins at 15-year-olds. But how about, like... Uh, is cutting costs. Mm-hmm. Well, you... actually, no, no. They actually they're changing it now. They are, are like they? they're actually going to pass it on to the the the, the football public. Because last year, remember how they um, cut the food prices? Yeah. Like this year, not going to happen. Got to come back. Well, why why play night games? How electricity is really expensive. Save on that. And they've got all those LED bullshit lights around. Mm-hmm. Bongo yeah, can flashing all the time. Bongo can can't be cheap. Oh, Captain Carlton goes for about thousand bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Hovercrafts, are yeah, really expensive to repair. Exactly. Um, the footy record's going to be one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every ticket, the tickets are going to be. Every membership's yep. going to be a thousand. Yeah, and and you can buy if you want. If you want like a Michael Chamberlain statue outside the G. Yep. You can just have one, <laughs> and it costs uh, fifty grand. So yeah. It's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. Um, pies, seventy five dollars. Yeah. We don't need all those carbs anyway. I don't think you do. You're all fine. It just yeah. Maybe if and if if. if Okay, back to back to one umpire. That's a bad idea. And uh, and one boundary umpire. Yeah. On either side, not this two malarkey. Ah, just he just runs down the middle and kind of calls it. Yeah. Geez, that looked out. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> and what about every game is played on the one day at the MCG? Mm-hmm. So that way it's just back to back. So you start what like say uh, seven in the morning. Yeah. Jew kickers. Yeah. So that'd be Carlton because yep. no one wants to go. And then you play until it gets kind of dark and people can't really see stuff, and that's the end of it. You call mm. it bang, mm. we're done. So you're going to have to shorten games a little bit. Very simple, though. Yeah, yeah everyone shows up. One thing. Because I imagine ground height would be super expensive. Oh, be exorbitant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. We've saved them a couple of mil and we're, we're back on track. And also, like, the brown load. Do they really need... That's free piss. Yeah, good point. You know, yeah. Hey, about you players, you're getting half a million a year. How about yeah. you pay your way, mate? Yeah, everyone gets invited to the Brownlow. They should have to buy a ticket. Yeah. So it's like, you know, two, $3,000 to go to the Brownlow. To go to the Brownlow, you've got to pay for your own meals. And more tension if the winner isn't there because they go, oh, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have paid you up for it. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, we worked it out. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, your hero got a life membership, Adam. Uh, and de- well-deserved, Yeah. too, by the way. So he, we're talking about Colin Sylvia. Uh, he got a life membership at uh, at Krispy Kreme. Yep, and me- he got Melbourne life membership. He got Melbourne life membership for his career of 157 games, 129 goals. Yep, yep, and then uh, six at Frio, uh, one goal. <laughs> one goal was it? And 27 family size pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rising star nominee in 2005. Came from the Bendigo Pioneers. Good on him. Done better than us. Better than you will ever do at anything. Well, that, that is very true. But to, all right, life membership in Melbourne is that is that a reward or is that a punishment? No, you get it. You got it. You get it with a show bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I wouldn't have thought Colin Sylvia was the fabric of Melbourne. Like yeah. he left the club. He was happy to leave the club mm-hmm. when they were at their lowest ebb. Yeah. So he's walked out on him. Yeah. He's gone over to Perth where he says he got really good Domino's franchises. Yeah. <laughs> and. He was pretty much delisted from them this year, and mm. Mel would have gone, oh, you know what? We miss Colin. Yeah, we're opening up their arms. We're embracing you, Colin. Yeah. 
Come on back, Cole. Get him back. Come on back. <laughs> so what are they going to... Is it going to be like a, a, a Jimmy Tumpus statue outside Melbourne now? Like just, to re, just to reward people who okay. yep. kind of played a little bit at yep. Melbourne? For the kind of Hall of Legends kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like a Jack Watts store, a straw statue yep. of Jack Watts that could just collapse at any moment. Yep, yep. Tom Scully. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of there for a little bit, of, then, then it fucks off. His is made out of uh, There's one of bullion. His dad next to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good on him. Good on him. I love Cole. Actually, there was some uh, Twitter action on uh, about Cole, um, Adam. I imagine it would have been a very popular decision. If you're a Melbourne supporter, I would you would be over the moon. Because he sent a controversial tweet about it. Yeah. Kind of making fun of Melbourne. Uh, life member, yeah, Colin Sylvia, yeah, absolutely. And then there was some guy who got back to you. I won't give him oxygen. Okay, okay. But uh, there's some guy who had a bit of a crack back at you, mm-hmm. kind of saying, you know, in in, in defence of Colin, yeah, kind of saying, you know, no way, mate, that's over the line. Yep. And I, I clicked on it. I was like, oh, what's going on here? He's got about ten tweets in his lifetime, uh, so it must be a new account. Yep. And um, it wasn't Colin Sylvia, was it? Well, about five of them are going back at people who are making fun of the membership, and you go, "Is that Colin?" <laughs> <laughs> like part of me kind of goes, is, "Do you think that might be Colin?" That's Colin Sylvia. Wow, he's just <laughs> but he literally there. has not many tweets, and he goes back at about five different people having a crack at them because they were mucking around about Colin Sylvia, and I go. I did Cole just like very quickly you yeah, know, create so no, a fake. It's an know, egg and it's like an egg, so you know, no picture. Yeah, no picture. So you, and it's really hard to tweet like on your phone when your uh, fingers are greasy <laughs> from from KFC. Like it's slippery and stuff. So that's probably why there's so limited text. He's Spelling's gonna, all wrong. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> three of them are just yum yum. <laughs> nom nom nom. Uh, okay. oh, that's interesting. Okay, that's interesting. We'll move on. Um, Let's talk about the captains. Yeah. Well, one thing that uh, I found quite disturbing, and you know I'm a Hawthorne hater. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hate that team. Proud. Really, really, yeah, I'm a proud hater. Yep. Proud the, and passionate. The fact that they were questioning whether or not Luke Hodge should go around as captain again. And I'm thinking, why? You've just won three flags in a row. He yeah. kicked a left foot banana from the left-hand pocket mm-hmm. in a grand final. He mm. sets the tone for the team. Even if he retires, I'd keep him as captain. Yeah, yeah. How, what? Like I got out a few insiders at the club. Yep, and they said that they were pretty unhappy with Luke's performance. Yeah, okay. They he's say got a lift. they say he's been there for nearly fifteen years. Yep. Said he's only captain three premierships. Yep. Been a played part of four. four. Yep. Yeah. They say been all Australian quite a few times. <laughs> captain the country. Yeah. Got a nice little jacket for that. Yeah. But they were saying there was a lot of talk on the day. Well, he's won a Brownlow. Hasn't won a Brownlow. So that's, yeah. Hasn't got a Madden medal, as far as I can remember. Yeah, he's only got two Norm Smiths. Totally two Norm Smiths. They've got them. Shit. Yeah. Could be, could be four. Could be should, five. Yeah, should be four. Yeah. It should be, should, be, should be five, actually. Yeah. Five grand finals. Mm. But they've been saying uh, there was a lot of talk at the club on grand final day when he made his speech mm. and he read out the number of members that Hawthorne have. Mm-hmm. And you could see he had a little cheat note. So he didn't hand. know off the top of his head. Didn't know off the top of his head. And that... Okay, now um, it's a difficult That is story. a big a big cross next to his name. <laughs> it is, isn't it? In red text, though. Yeah. Yeah, people were saying, you should be good enough with your figures. you got to know these things, Hodgie. You should, if, in reality, being captain of the club, you should be able to mention all 70-odd thousand by yeah. name. Yeah. 
And point them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's seen you enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows where Limo is all the time. So you should be able to go, have, no, there's so-and-so, there's so-and-so, yeah. there's so-and-so. He should have done that on the dais. Please thank you, yeah. everyone. And then say, and here are the 35,000 who couldn't be here, yeah. <laughs> but we have a camera out the front of their home, yeah. paid for by me, yeah. and then he goes, saw the people around Australia, around the world, doesn't matter where it is, near yeah. Mia. Yeah. Hodgie should have a, have a crew there. Oh, absolutely. So they can give a wave Hawthorne on the speech. Far and wide. <laughs> and then we get, uh, what do you call it? The mega wall. Yeah. But with 35,000 different uh, little cameras, yeah, little yeah. square screens. Yeah. It'd be a hell, hell, of a, hell of a thing for the eyes. It's not the point, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. And so that was, people were pretty angry about that, about Hodgie. Okay. Yeah. Like a commitment. Yeah. Hearing. Yeah. And so they were talking about getting Jordan Lewis because they said, here's one thing at the club yep. is how he knows everybody by the name, by the face, even how long you've been a member. Yeah, okay. What numbers on your scarf. Yeah, right. Uh, they said Jordan is very good with the uh, kind of AV kind of equipment. He knows, <laughs> knows a lot of cameramen. So <laughs> yeah, he said okay. if he ever came to the occasion again yeah. on Grand Final Day when they saluted. Yeah. So next I, year. Yeah, well, no, yeah. Don't comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. They said Jordan was really uh, the key man for that job. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah, so... That's all I've heard. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. What, but uh, but then Luke Hodge came out, I think it was last week, came out and said that uh, he's still, the pain of not making the finals in 2009, 2009. Yeah. still burns. Yeah. That, that's what d- drives him. And just from, from my perspective, can I just say, uh, shut the fuck <laughs> up. You've won three flags in a row. And if you need 2009 to still fucking drive you, yeah. I, I hate Luke Hodge. And they finished ninth, but they did get to kind of try and bash up Matt Lloyd. For a quarter, how can how can that still drive him? You've won three flags in a row. How can you even think about that year? Mm, I don't know. It's um, what is wrong with that man? Uh, good on him. Good on him. No, not good on him. You need you need little motivations in life. You yeah. wouldn't think it'd be that. You think maybe it could be like the 2012 grand final. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it goes back when you didn't even play finals. Yeah. You, got, you got a September off, you. <laughs> you didn't have to hang around till the very end of it. Um, Speaking of Hawthorne, can we can we talk? You you went you went out for a very special dinner. Oh, I did, did too. Yeah. yeah, not not with uh, Dustin Martin, but someone uh, safer. No, uh, it was uh, my friend uh, Paul Poopolo. We're good friends, mate. How exciting is that for you? Yeah, no. So this was through our friend friend of the show, Craig Coombs. Yep. Uh, who uh, has a close relationship with Paul Poopolo? And well, he um, helped. He sort of helped get him to the Hawks, wasn't? Didn't he? Craig had the eagle eye. Yep. Spotted him at Norwood. Yeah. Set up. That that's the lad. That little man. Um, and so we uh, headed out. We did it last year as well, actually. Two dinners with. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, last year it was about November last year. So this about is November this year. It's an annual thing. Well, it's an annual tradition. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We popped the champagne. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Where do you go? Uh, it was went down to a restaurant in uh, Elsmere kind of area. I think it's. Uh, I was going to say Italian, but no, it's not. It's kind of a bit of everything. Is yeah. that is that where, po- like, we don't give Poppy's address away, but is that the zone? It's near Kittens. Yeah, <laughs> actually, wasn't far from kittens. It was close to the TAB that uh, Brent Guerra goes. To. Um, and so, uh, yeah, no, it's a delightful chap. Delightful. Chap. I don't want to give away too much. You I know? think you should. Uh, what, what did he eat? Um, what does Poppy eat? Poppy had actually looked really nice, actually, because I got a think a risotto, and then Poppy's meal came, and I was like, "Oh, that looks really good." Food envy. Mm, yeah, I wanted to go have kind of a bit of that, Paul. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we had a delightful chat with a couple other Hawthorne fans. Mm-hmm. Bit of a get together. Um, about the life and times. Um, Did he bring his premiership medallion? Uh, One n- of them? No, he didn't bring them. No. That'd be a bit presumptuous, wouldn't it? No, but you, how excited would you be to wear one during dinner? 
I've stolen many from. <laughs> when Crody lost his, yeah, yeah, that was that me. Was you. No, yeah. that was Goo, wasn't it? Didn't Goo get his stolen? Yeah, we know how. Okay, yeah, no, we don't want to go. Shut up! <laughs> shut, up shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut <laughs> up! And, and uh, um, he talked about getting drug tested. Oh yeah, uh, they kind of pop up any time of day and night. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Could be mid risotto. Yeah, could show up at the restaurant, tap you on the shoulder, and go, "That looks really nice. I'll let you finish that." <laughs> yeah, got to keep then, an eye on you. But then the two of us are going to the bathroom. But soon after that. this, I'm going to be going. What's your urinate? Yep. Um, uh, talked about. Do they, they? They do have to watch them do it, don't they? Yeah, they really do. Like in um, any form of sport. Yeah, yeah. Because people have had fake penises and like throughout. Oh, the day. Haven't they? I've throughout got three the of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that's your job too. That's. I weird. mean that would be a full on job too. By the way, you'd probably have to travel quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and you have to. Well, clubs have gotten in trouble because having people haven't kept people updated as where. Yeah, a few going. teams got fined, uh, like five. I think Adelaide. I think Essendon got fined, and you think. But I if thought they'd be on the. They on the did level. actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, even if you're going overseas, you have to tell them where you're where going you're be, and yeah. what hotel you're going to be at. Yep. Um, which bar you're going to get in a fight in? Yeah, and what your Snapchat name is? Yeah, like uh, is Campbell Brown going to snap your jaw? <laughs> <laughs> like you got to get very, yeah, very, very detailed. detailed. Yeah. Uh, which taxi cab are you going to do the worm on in Hong Kong? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, so yeah, but, but that's their job. They travel around probably Australia. Yeah. And go, hey, g'day. Do you mind if we uh, head off to the bathroom? Mm. Got to check out you. And I um, stare intently at your penis. <laughs> Do you think they would discuss it and amongst it won't themselves? Be weird. Do they have like a uh, like a, a brown line of penises? <laughs> it's like a three, two, one. <laughs> because there's got to be a few of them. Yeah. No. Oh, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> so it can't just be obviously. one. Can't be one dude being traumatized with everyone's penis. Yeah. Like just those <laughs> memories would come back, wouldn't they? And yes, they would. And there'd be. A bunch of different locations too, because you would have that element of surprise. Like you'd be showing up, yeah, you know, catch them unawares, and then four in the morning, and then there'd be a combination of uh, male and female. So for female athletes, they'd have women in there, and yep. then for male athletes, they'd have men in yep, there. Yep. And then what a strange job. Yeah, what do you do? Like if it is, you know, if if it's an early morning, you know, you, you're trying to catch them at six in the morning, and you mm. wake them up, and they're a little bit, you know, you because you make wake up a bit of rouse sometimes. You've just got to don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> And then, um, anyway, it's good. It's good penis chat. And then also, do you get a bit of a joy if you're the one that caught them? So if a, a oh. test comes back, are you a bit kind of? Would they know? Oh well, you'd know. Well, I guess eventually yeah, when it comes through, play, yeah, they? yeah. And so, do you get a bit of like that was me? Yeah. And then do you, do you get a bit of a pat on the back for that? Like, is yeah. there a kind of a, you know, the do best you, in the game? No, they just give you a. a Part of the sample, so you've got that oh, at home. Yeah. You've got yeah. a, a few vials on your on yeah. your wall. Get the golden wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a few vials. Just like and, so, and just so that's their know, memorabilia. Like a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Drug and cigar. Look at that. There's trophy room. Yeah, there's just little jars of urine everywhere. Yeah, so you got like uh, the ah, two Collingwood players. Ah, look at that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah, the key obviously somewhere in someone's house. They've got like a Ben Johnson from '88. Yeah, and you're like, oh, wow, look wow, at that. Look at that. Still glowing. Wow, can you? So you saw that come out. That's amazing. <laughs> Take us through it. He probably does speaking to us. Yeah. You know, and, the then, urine. and then when he started urinating into a cup, and I thought, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was the lowbrow. Yeah. Hey, um, but you didn't see Poppy's penis? No, no. Okay. No. Even though you asked. So a lot of others. Yeah, though. okay. 
Uh, we, got, we did talk about Essendon. There's been quite a bit of Essendon news, Adam. Well, there's been a few changes down at Essendon. Yeah, so now we have uh, Woosher. Uh, yep. We have Lindsay Tanner. Yes, is down there instead of uh, Australia's favorite, favorite goal impersonator, Paul Little. Mm. Um, so Lindsay Tanner, he came out and did an interview the other day saying he wanted to get Hurdy back. Yeah, he wants Hurdy back at is the club. Right? Which I, I, I guess I can understand the sentiment, but I don't think it needed to be said this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just sacked him. They just had to pay him out. Yeah, uh, they're still involved in a lot of stuff that Hurdy caused. Mm-hmm. Just wait, just wait a couple of months. Mate. Okay, just wait a wait a year. Yeah, I'm sure they'll get Hurdy back. I know his name's on a lot of stuff around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff has been shredded. His name. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't. They didn't need to get Hurdy back in the short term. Uh-huh. And, you know, the wounds need to heal. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but he wasn't saying I want Hurdy back now. Get him in here. He was no, like, no, no, not, not to be there right then, but he yeah. just said he'd eventually. But yeah. he, then why say it now? Okay. It didn't need to be said. Lindsay Tanner's on a pretty sweet wicket, though, by the fact that for all that's gone wrong at Essendon, he, he wins. He's not a part of it. Yeah, and also, like, he, like, he just has to not screw up yeah. massively mm. for him to become out a hero. Well, he's just got to make sure the ground's spongy. Yeah, true. And uh, that everyone's happy. Yeah. Like, he can actually organise a system where, like, maybe 20 players mm-hmm. get injected with the weird stuff. And yep. he'd be like, ah, but it wasn't. 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut it down. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. He maybe could work his way up to 35 and be like, yeah, but it wasn't 40, okay? <laughs> hey? Not like them. Well, they should start just injecting placebo so you don't know yeah. yep. Yep. Who, why players going really well. Go, mm-hmm. He's massive. You go, I don't think he's on the placebos. <laughs> His quads are huge, and Erdy, um, he wants. Uh, he's got like a big debt too, like it's like one point seven million or something. Is that what he owes lawyers? No, that's what he owes me. I'm going to break his fucking thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> is that what he owes lawyers for all the Supreme Court action? And yeah, stuff I think it would be. Doing? I think it would be. But he wants his insurance company to cover that. Yeah, but I think that's how it works, doesn't it? I mean, I've never, I've never, you've never been to the Supreme Court. No, no, it's expensive. Oh no, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. It'd be like hiring out the MCG. Queen's Councillors, they don't they don't charge a little bit of Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> they're, they're mates rates. Yeah, they're good. They're doing a lot of pro bono. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's just the way they roll. And uh Paul Little now is headed off. So what does he do now? Just t- looks after Tolt. Oh he just, yeah, well yeah. Focuses back on Tolt. But I think he just sits in a room and just be really happy I don't have to deal with that stress anymore. Yeah. Uh Mike Fitzpatrick came out and complimented him the other day. Did he? He'd done a, a decent job. I'm just getting the article up here now if I can find it. Uh, Mike Fitzpatrick said um while drinking champagne and eating caviar at Paul Little's <laughs> place, he said <laughs> You've done a great job. Yep. Were they just circling Melbourne in his private Can I have jet? some money? I can't find the article, but uh, yeah, yeah. He said, meet the helicopter ride. Yeah. He said, Paul Little, you've done an amazing job. Did he? Did he do an amazing job? He probably had to kind of uh, stop the hemorrhaging. Yeah. And it, it's fine over there now. Yeah. Everything's going well. They've got Dead Wusher back. there. Yeah. They've got Guy McKenna. they got rid of dead weight like Dustin Fletcher. Yeah. Stuff that guy. Yeah. What's he ever done? Stupid old Oh, 400 games. Yeah. 401. That's no where it's at, mate. Yeah. Do you think Boomer Harvey will break Tucky's record? Uh, I reckon he will. And I found a very interesting article in the Daily Mail, I think it was, and they talk about the idea that Brent Harvey was going to be on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And it was a very funny article. <laughs> You're looking with a weird face, yeah. It was very because I think in the ad there's North Melbourne socks in the ad. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they said that it would fit in with the schedule because the celebrity show would film from, like, early Feb until, like, mid-March. yeah. 
and then he'd be able to come back for round one. <laughs> <laughs> I really found that very funny that that they wrote that and you couldn't go <laughs> that there's no logic to that. Yeah, that is paragraph never whatsoever. Happen. Yeah, so they they want to bring Brett Harvey back for the one year. I mean, maybe it's a way to change up the preseason because yep. you do get bored. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Probably on twenty two of them by now. So what better than go into the jungle in our South Africa and be fed, you know, a bunch of bugs and yeah. spiders. Lose and weight, come back, fit, fit, slightly underdone, but that's fine. Yeah, he, he needed to drop some weight. Slightly famished, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you, you get fit and uh, by lounging around with... Um, Celebrities. Well, let's face it, Dipper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. No. And... Um, uh, yeah, hanging out with, I don't know, pop stars or soap stars. Who would it be then? If it is in North Melbourne socks, who could it be? That's a good question. Do they send, do they send Wayne Carey and Anthony Stevens over? Oh, that would be the dream couple, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Six weeks in the jungle. Yep. Yeah. Special <laughs> guest. Here comes Arch. <laughs> is it Dennis Pagan? Uh, or could be. Could be. Well, he's got real estate to, to buy That's and sell. True. Yeah. Um, Blighty. Let's get Blighty in yeah, there. Blighty would He's be great, wouldn't he? He's but would that be the North Melbourne Sox? I mean, I thought that would be Adelaide or Gold Coast. Yeah, and actually, I don't know if the younger Secunda. generation would know Malcolm Blight as yeah. much as we know Malcolm Blight too. I mean, Brent, when you think North Melbourne, you think you think Brent Hardy, Harvey, you think Popstar, you think, man, everyone's talking about that. Yes, you? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, worldwide name. Yeah. What about left field? Because everyone loves him because he's so, so hilarious. Nathan Grimer. Oh, yeah, he's very funny. And yeah. he just got dropped off, didn't he? Yeah, he, he retired mid-season. Yeah, a bit hurt. Yeah, so everyone loves him. Hmm. And maybe maybe they go, yep, Brent Grimes. He's quite he? humorous. He's yeah. a bit cheeky. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll work on that. Oh, Nathan Grimes, sorry. Getting a uh, getting a North Melbourne player into the jungle. Well, speaking of TV shows, Mick Malthouse <laughs> is the coach of the recruit. Yes. He says he cannot see them losing a game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, fantastic. Uh, Mick, it's going to be the Foxtel show. Uh, I'm just getting the article up here. So isn't, it, isn't it very weird that uh, this is a man who hated the media when he was coaching, mm-hmm. and in, uh, even in that year that he had off, you know, when he was working on AW, he's everyone's best mate. But as yep. soon as he's a coach, he, he's an animal. Yeah, now, yeah. Now he's a coach on telly. So what's he? He's just going to be caught in no man's land. So the idea of the recruits, so they've got a bunch of people, and then at the end of the competition, uh, a guy gets picked, and then he gets to pick where he goes. Does he get to choose? Yeah, so he, the last he guy, Adelaide, he went to Port, he? and he's yeah. been dropped now, I believe. Yeah, um, so it worked well. Yeah. But get, Mick, I, to me personally, I think no better fit. Reality television yeah. and Mick Malthouse. Mm. Hey, we should send him into the jungle. Well, yeah. Send Mick there. Yep. He'd kick him into shape. <laughs> but also the idea of, you know, the it's essentially people are trying to woo Mick, aren't they? So this is classic bachelor, Bachelorette. It is, isn't it? Stuff. Yeah. At the end, he gets to pick the hot one. Give him a give him a Sharon. That was funny, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They go on dates. They go hot yeah, air balloon. Yeah, okay. I like <laughs> that. They're trying to woo. Yeah, and they do. They get a Sharon they, instead of Rose. They get a yeah, little they Sharon. Get a Sharon. Yeah. yeah, and you can just see Mick and a, and a player just lying on the beach, just hmm. yeah, Mick's, Mick's just telling him um, about Winston Churchill. Yep, yep. <laughs> and the footy players' eyes are what? just glazing. Over. What the fuck are you talking huh? about? <laughs> Brand of cigarettes. Yeah. What? <laughs> Going on the little. Uh, yeah, the bachelor they they cook breakfast stuff. So Mick takes them into the yeah. So they kitchen. live in a mansion together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. take them into a kitchen at the MCG yep. and they show them to cook hot fries, yep, hot chips, yep. and and sushi. Sushi, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they do. They all live in a mansion. It's like fifteen players, fifteen eighteen year old boys in Mick Mould house. How do you reckon he'll go? Like, is it, most of them are youngsters. Would he connect with twenty year olds anymore? Absolutely. I think if yeah. there's anything we saw when he was last, yeah, oh, dude, it was just. 
Straight it was the away. older players he couldn't connect with. No. It was, it was, it was down with the kids yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about the RZA and. Yeah. Well, that time he got kicked out of Eve Nightclub. <laughs> Eve Nightclub, yep. Yeah. That time he walked around with the chopsticks in his mouth like a walrus, and yeah. everyone's like, ah, Mick, you've done it again, mate. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, you could tell us. Let's go to Stereo Sonic, Mick. Ah, what do yeah. you got a shirt on for? Take it off, mate. Yeah. What are you putting up your anus? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but that made it, that means that he and Eddie Maguire now have to be friends because it's uh, Eddie's production company yeah. that makes the recruit. Yeah, guess so they've what? had to heal the rift. Guess what, mate? It's already over. What? Mr. Maguire came out. Are they said, BFFs? Me and Mick, buddy, buddy. Oh, yeah. He said, "I'm trying to get the article here." He said that they um, they hung out for about an hour with a whole bunch of other people. That's rift healing time. And he said, uh, "No, no one can be if you. No one can be angry with someone else hmm. after an hour." Yeah, yeah. Getting the article up here, uh, roughly, it's through. Eddie said that we've been hanging out for about an hour with other people. Yep. And uh, in that time, so almost like a meeting. Yeah. So yep. the grand kind of uh, the canyon, yep. the rift, mm-hmm. the perfectly the here. chasm. Yeah. Close. Filled in. Grand filled canyon's in. filled in. Wow. And it, suddenly the quote was suddenly we got along. We did it like uh, we did it like uh, like professionals and sportsmen. Something like that. Okay, yeah. good. It's a good way to do it. Yeah, but they're like best mates now. Wankers. Mm. You see, Eddie and Eddie and Eddie and Mick. Well, I imagine Mick up. would be down at uh, Eddie's uh, place down in Portsea now. They yeah, would just be hanging out pre Christmas. Yeah, just getting on the the like a, the two person kayak going out. Yep, have a bit this. of eggnog. Yeah, got a little uh, got a little Christmas hat on. Yeah, <laughs> reindeers, Pop little crackers. Yeah, telling little jokes. Oh, he's, he's on the back of the jet what ski. What do you call a deer with no legs? No idea. Yep. Oh, no, that's one with no eyes. Oh, you got me. Uh, you got me. Uh, let's go have a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Who for? Colin Sylvia's come over. <laughs> hey, Adam. Um, yes. The Victorian government says that they want more finals to be played at Geelong, Skilled Stadium. So they say with the upgrading. So is it, this is obviously assuming that Geelong are in the finals? Yeah, we have to presume that. Yeah. Yeah. So they say they're with the wow, bloody hell, $75 million they're putting into the stadium, the Vic government. Wow. Yeah. What are they putting an extra layer on there or something? It's quite incredible. They're putting gold goalposts or something. <laughs> but yeah, so $75 million bucks. And yeah. So I suppose they go, hey, we want some return for that. Yeah, absolutely. So we you want do. more finals played there. So yeah, when Geelong plays a final, mm-hmm. gets the home final. Like the one against Frio a couple of years ago. Well, I get that. Like, if it's a if it's an interstate team, totally understand that. But to, to play more than one, how do you do that? You can't have a prelim down there. Why not? Why not, Adam? I want to go further. I want to move the grand final. To Geelong? To Geelong. Down at Cadinia Park? From next year. Wow. Whether the completions are done already. Well, why don't you then have the uh, the grand final parade down the Prince's Highway? Yep, All there the way we go. to Geelong. So it goes for about... Three days. Yeah. <laughs> it's really slow. It kind of peters out as you get to Lara. I mean, the marching band might struggle. Yeah, fucking that. <laughs> the kids might get a bit dehydrated. That's not the problem. Yeah. You get Jeezy to have sore arm from waving, <laughs> going over the Westgate all the way as you come into Geelong. That's what we want. We want every grand final played in Geelong from now on. Yeah. Because we know the town loves football. Oh. And and so and you know I mean Cameron Ling was the mayor, mayor of Geelong. Yeah, yeah. I mean they got a pretty good mayor at the minute right now. I know, and he'd know. get right behind it. Well, I absolutely would. He was getting talking about having a big bash team down there the other day, as as, as well as the the Renegades and the Stars. Yeah, yeah, he wants one in Geelong. Wow, so, pumping up Geelong. So fifty year contract. Yep. Have every grand final from next year played in Geelong until what twenty twenty fifth twenty sixty six. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. 
See, I'm all over that. Boomtown for Geelong. You probably need to. So people would fly into Avalon. Yep. Yep. From interstate. Yep. That's because you, you easier know, trip. You yeah. Don't fly to Tulla. That fan away. zone you can have there out the front of Geelong. Yeah. I mean, they had the Angry Anderson Batmobile out the front of the MCG this year. I mean, you probably probably can't leave too many cars with that <laughs> out the front. Of... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unattended. Yeah. But it's, I think it's a perfect well, idea. Well, that would be a boom for like the uh, – because a lot of times it's quite warm mm-hmm. during time. So you've got the, uh, the water slide park there. You can go to that water slide park. We need that because yeah. it can get very warm in September. If there's a lesson we learned from this year. But it's also a bay. You're right on the, right on on the, the water. river. Picturesque. On the Bowen River. Yep. <laughs> I, think, I think it's got legs. <laughs> well, we've decided. We'll, I'll, actually, I'll talk to the Premier this week, Adam. Mm. So maybe we need to lobby for a little bit more. Maybe I don't think 75 mil is enough. Oh, okay. How many, how many can it hold down there? Is it about 45? This will get it up to 36. So this will be due for completion May 2017. Yeah. Obviously okay, so we'll start then. Well, no, I think we do next year, but they just need to throw more men on it. I mean, so, if there's anything we've learned from the, the construction of stadiums at Qatar, anything is possible. Yeah, that is very true. It's going to throw manpower at it. Um, $36,000. So and you know what? That, that means people, and you know what? You, you don't sell tickets. Right, so people have to go to Geelong uh-huh. and camp out okay. for that whole week. So it's just up, yeah. tent city, yep. like in Calais in France. It's yep. just people just staying there. Yep. Uh, it, it would be like a refugee camp. Yep, I picture it more like Burning Man, actually. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it would become quite wild. A lot and of so fire twirling. Just open the gates yep. at, say, 6 a.m. on yep. Grand Final Day and 36,000 people just, 36, people just stamp in. in. Yep. And then the other, like, 10,000 people just wait and just walk over the dead bodies. It would be... i tell you what. We need to reserve one ticket, though. Uh-huh. Daryl Summers. Okay, two tickets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl Summers and Catman. Yeah. We can't have a grand final in Geelong without Catman. Without Catman, yeah. yeah. So we need him there. I mean, Daryl, we can every second year. Yeah. Okay. But we, <laughs> Catman. Does Catman ever leave? I thought, because he's a, he's a cat. Catman like, lives in a burrow just under the yeah. half flank. Yeah, he just, he's got... <laughs> in the gutter. Even, you know the even... water drains up? Catman's in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They've even got like a little... You never see him go to the bathroom. He's no, just got a cute little thing under his seat. So he just takes a dump in that. Okay. <laughs> um, our old friend Liam Pickering's been in a bit of trouble. Why? Are people, uh, are people accusing him of, he's wandered of being off. dishonest? Yeah, well, he's wandered off and he's... I, I, I don't know the kind of ins and outs of the full story and I don't think we should really comment on it. But... Um, oh, all, I'll comment. All I, I, I think what he did was he left he one left company one, to start so his own. And all I'm saying is I'm actually surprised how far this has got because that... That's not the Liam Pickering I know. Yeah. Word is bond. Yeah. Take it to the bank. Yep. <laughs> and it, Although the other thing is too, though... That's not player agents in general that I know. No. Word the, is bond. No, but the thing is, a lot of times Liam Pickering just doesn't know. You know, like when they question him on... He's too busy radio, planning for SEN on a, on a well, Saturday yeah. morning with Hutchie. And like they say, is this... Who, how do we know who's gone down Media Street unless Liam yeah. Pickering's done the, the research? Yeah. It's out of control. But they'll ask him about a player on his books. Are they going to another team? And he will say, I don't know. He genuinely does not I know. He has no idea. I, I haven't made even, the call yet. I had a meeting and signed the contract yeah. <laughs> a year ago. Yeah. I do, not, I do know. not know. I cannot answer it's Very that. vague. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, we uh, there was a funny article in The Age, actually, on Market Down, December 1 of this year. Mm-hmm. Headline, which AFL coach is under the most pressure? Oh, we need to have that. Well, I suppose we do need to have that conversation now. So there may be a month into pre-season. We're already trying to work out who we're going to sack. Who we're going to sack. Yeah. Who we're going to get rid of. Who is at the top there? Can I... Let me... Can I... Ooh, who is under pressure? I would say... Damien Hardwick would have to be under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit... Some are out of contract at the end of next year. Yep. So they're Bucks. the ones who are kind of 
peak pressure, I suppose. Nathan yep. Buckley, out of contract at end of 2016. Yep. Um, so that will mean, come round one, that we talk about, should they give him an extra two years? Yeah. So they haven't made the finals for the last two years. Yeah. Um, and then there's Damien Hardwick, contracted until the end of 2016 as well. Mm-hmm. Expect him to be re-signed sooner rather than later. Oh. So I suppose they made finals three years in a row. They haven't gone past that thing, but you need they just need to get that, that win. One win. But they're tracking well. They're on. They're on the right. The right path. Yeah, definitely. So is Simon Goodwin under pressure yet? Even um, though he doesn't take over till 2017. Yeah, they say there's red mark. Yeah, yeah. He's in big trouble. <laughs> big big trouble. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then we have. Rodney Eve must be. They can't have another year like that with Rocket. Yeah, he's one year into three. Okay. So yeah, they would struggle. They get Ablett back. He's now doing full proper training and yep. the like. Uh, and then we can pray with both hands now. Yes, because last year he couldn't do it. it was, his shoulder just wouldn't allow him to get the other hand up. It was awful. None yeah. of his messages were getting through <laughs> to the big man. Uh, Brandon Bolt doesn't have a contract. He's got a rolling contract with a minimum of three years. Uh, yeah, I don't understand what that means, but I think that means that they can just sack you. They just pay you out. Yeah, <laughs> or like you know, after the eighth game yeah. of a hundred point loss, they'll go, uh, Brendan. I love that know. when dudes. I just operate on a handshake. Yep. until they get fired, and then. Oh, no, nah, it was a verbal yeah. agreement. Yeah, then, then I'll sue them. <laughs> and um, uh, Leper, uh, contracted oh. at the end of 2016 yeah, and hasn't yeah. had a good two years. He would do. be in trouble, wouldn't he? Yeah. But what do you do? I mean, they'll just have to improve a little bit, I reckon. Yes, because they were 17th this year, so yeah. they just need to get If they can get to 16th, they'd be happy. Mm. But Brad Scott's got another contract. Uh, he's up to the end of 2018, and I think becomes the, the message chair. He'd be the third longest coach. Uh, at North Melbourne. That's a pretty good effort. Behind Pagan and Wally Carter. Oh, remember, remember the Wally? Good, the good years of Bloody Wally hell, Carter. Wally was good. That was great. I mean, tough. <laughs> but but fair. Yeah. <laughs> but fair. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what we loved about Wally Carter, and that's why he was there for so long. Yeah. And also, great with the kids, great you know, with the young kids. I actually think that... Uh, they're sending Wally Carter into I'm a Celebrity to Get Me Out of That's Here. That's right. That must be it. Because yeah. everyone everyone's talking on the street every yeah. single day about That's how Wally much Carter. we love Wally Carter. Yeah. Now, let's have a look at who the fuck Wally Carter was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Wally Carter. Because when did they come into the... Into the uh, 25. Yeah. Uh, Wally Carter played at North from Good. 29 to 40. Yep. Got 137 uh, games. That's so not in 11 years, Wally. Inducted in the North Melbourne Hall of Fame, 2002. Jeez, they took their time on it. They so, don't love him as much as we do. I but, you know, uh, Colin Tilbury is also in the North Melbourne Hall of Fame. Well, that's like the thing. That. I mean, this is here. It's Well, not Hall of Fame. Life membership, that's a different thing. Oh, yeah. sorry. Um, Apologies. So he's, But he will be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> AFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. Be a legend by the, by the time it comes out, like three, three or five years. Well, they'll probably change the, um, uh, the MVP award from the Lee Matthews Award to the Colin, Colin Tilbury Award. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Um, <laughs> it's made out of cake. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he acted as coach from oh, 40, 48 to 53, and then back in 58 to 62. Yep. So if I remember correctly, North Melbourne played in a grand final in 48, off the top of my head. Yep. There we go. Became the first North Melbourne coach to lead the team in the grand final. And I think that was 48 to 49. I think it was a tie, Adam. I think they were against Essendon. And I think, I think North Melbourne kicked a lot of points. And so people, if we can just uh, week. pause down here and just listen to the sadness of uh, how much Michael knows about no, but look up grand finals in the 1940s. Have a look at if I'm right, I'm a fucking legend. <laughs> Let's have a quick little cheeky peek, going down to the ladder. Uh, 
What, oh, no. Oh, the tie, of course. I'm ridiculous. Tie 48 was the Essendon and Melbourne. Oh, you fool. And it was Essendon kick a lot of points, 27 points. And bad kicking bad oh, football, as we know. We said that back then. But they came back and I think they won the next week. I didn't look it up. But they're probably still shell-shocked from World War Two. Well, literally. Like, there would have been. There would have been players who came back to football who were injured and uh, not quite right, but yeah. still could play football. And then there were other players who... Um, well, that's what you want. You just want someone with uh, post-traumatic stress just running around the midfield. Just Oh, uh, now I've, I've fucked up, Adam. Getting people... Oh, here we go. 1950. That's when North Melbourne made the grand final against Essendon. And they, did they win? No, they lost by... No, they won their first one in 75. Oh. They lost uh, by 38 points. But I would go to my grave saying that was not Wally Carter's fault. Yeah, no, absolutely. Players didn't follow the game plan no, of kick the, it long yeah. and tackle hard. Yeah, and keep more goals in the opposition. Yeah. That was always Wally Carter's... That was his mantra. There was talk in that game, and Wally had nothing to do with this at all. He said only 12 of the players had a smoke. Yeah. At half time. He <laughs> yeah, said, okay. what the hell are you doing? I told yeah. everybody to have a couple of puffs. Yeah, get on the darts. What are you doing drinking water? Yeah. Brandy is what you want. Yeah. Get that into you. Yeah. Have an Abbott's Lager. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Wally Carter. We, 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 we miss salute you. you. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't, there was a grand final in the 40s that was played at Princess Park. Wasn't that the bloodbath? Yes, that was 45. Yeah, because the MCG was being used for the war effort. It was used as a camp for the Americans. And then their first game, I think, was in halfway through 46. Yeah. Hawthorne, Melbourne, which was my dad's first game of football. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that weird, though? The Americans were using it as a camp. So it's pretty you go, there's a lot. There's probably a lot of better other places to stay. No, but they had they still had pie boys and record. Yeah, record okay. Sellers yeah, going okay. around the whole time. You get yeah. merch. Go and get a you know Melbourne jumper. Yeah, if you're a bit well, cold, you could stay you warm. Could mark down like uh, how many planes that, that the Luftwaffe had lost. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. if you got the Hitler edition. Yep. And, uh, it's got the it's got the maze at the back. Yeah, and you got all the um uh, you know badges, player badges, stuff like that. Oh yeah. So you go down and get a. Uh, Melbourne player of that era. Yep. Badge. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you got your duffel coat with, you know, Winston Churchill on the back. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah that's what we want. <laughs> hey, we're going to wrap up shortly, but can I take you through one thing, Adam? Absolutely. Um, we've talked about it, I think, previously. Uh, it's a book from everyone's legend, uh, The Rat by John Platten. Mm-hmm. So this came the out. The just called The Rat, is it? The Rat. Yep, just called The just Rat. The rat yeah, oh, a football braveheart. Probably wouldn't have said he was that, but sure. No, get out of there. He's a little fella who could make good. And it's it's autographed, by the way. It is, and I have no memory of this. So I've only found this recently. It says, to Michael, happy birthday, John Platten, in bracket, in kind of little commas, the rat. Now, I have no memory of getting that autograph. So either someone got that for me or... Yeah. But it's good to get a little bit of person, personal from the rat. Oh, yeah, it's a great touch. That book is worth, like, at least $9 now. Yeah. Yep. Without doubt. I love there's a little blurb on the back that I just had a look at before and it says, um, so, you know, you've you got to talk up the book on the on the back so mm. people get a quick idea. It's uh, This is a story of one of the bravest footballers to ever pull on a boot. It's warm, honest, and at times just a little risque. Oh, yeah, well. So that lets you know it's going, uh, it's going everywhere. Yeah. Well, He's not holding back. There is actually a moment. That I've mentioned on the podcast before, but yeah. I don't think many people would kind of remember. And also, um, I've actually got the actual uh, the quotes quotes for it now yep. instead of um, just uh, just opening it up here. Sorry, folks. Although you picked out a funny photo. Yeah, so as, as all good footy books need, you need photos to document, to actually prove that he played football. Yep. Otherwise, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. 
Um, but there's also a picture of him out the front of the Prince Alfred Hotel in Melbourne, near Melbourne University. Yeah, PA's on Grattan Street, which I used to go to all the time. And I, I vaguely remember him owning it, but I don't remember seeing him there. I don't think I saw him there. I, I remember going to that pub too after times at Melbourne Uni. PA's, mate. Dollar pots. And... Uh, uh, it says, I'm one of the partners in Prince Alfred Hotel opposite Melbourne Uni. We have excellent tucker, especially the porterhouse steaks. So in between <laughs> talking about, you know, the 89 grand final, yeah, there's a little plug for, <laughs> for the menu down at the... For the porterhouse. So, so you could go in there now and go, hey, uh, I was reading the Rats book. Yeah, I know we're 18 years later. But, <laughs> but he uh, reckons the porterhouse is good. He says the porterhouse would be worth a go. I actually, because uh, I did used to drink there quite, quite a bit, I won 100 pots. Oh, no way. At PAs. Had to be done in a week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I'm there like Tuesday through Saturday just going, oh, God, this is really... Oh, I'm like, what, 13 odd a day? Yeah. 13, 14, yeah. Special it out. Anyway, you achieved it, yeah, <laughs> achieved yeah. it for five days yeah. to go. Well, I didn't have any of the porterhouse. I didn't want to eat this cheap. Ah, oh, it's empty carbs. Um, so here's the column, which I've talked about before. Uh, sit back, enjoy me reading. Okay. Oh, God, this can be hard. The Rat by John Platten, page 142. None of us will ever forget the night Rob Kirkby, our old sports psychologist, addressed us for the first time. Psychologists were new to football clubs at that stage, and many blokes didn't know how to take them. Fair enough. Why would you? Yeah. I mean, coming in this, who are you? Who are you, mate? You're a psychologist? What are you going to tell us, We're muscle and brawn. We're tough and powerful. What are you just airy-fairy with your fancy degrees? Yeah, what are you going to show us those diagrams? We're going to tell you what's in the picture. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to talk about my mum. We had a bunch of jokers at Hawthorne. Oh, didn't they indeed? Here we go. Didn't they indeed? What did the jokers get up to with the psychologist? I'll tell you what. Greg Deer, what a laugh. (laughs) And Rob must have wondered what he was getting himself into. Well, he probably didn't because he uh, he took. They said, "Do you want the job?" And he said, "Yes." Yeah, so he probably knew exactly. Yeah, how much? Yeah, I'm down there. Yeah, just come in and do like some shit session. They yeah. won't pay attention. I'll be out of there, <laughs> into the hot rod. I'm gone. He came into the room and said he was going to turn out the light. That's controversial. Players like lights. Players, they just need to see. They need to know. You, mm-hmm. you put them in darkness, and it's just oh, it's, anything can go wrong. They're not butterflies. Not moths. He wanted us to all sit there for four or five minutes with our eyes closed, relaxing. Wow, so lights off and eyes closed. Yeah, for four or five minutes. That's a long time. That is a long time. Mm. I mean, if we shut down the lights now and stop talking for four or five minutes, it would get weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think people would tune out too. Yeah. So we'll do that next step. Yeah. Relaxing, imagining we're at the beach on a hot summer's day, sitting on the edge of the water with waves softly washing over our bodies. Okay, so he's trying to calm them. Yeah, I suppose so. It's like a medita- meditative thing. I'm a bit worried about the sun smart aspect of this too. Yeah, I mean, Dermy would have been there. He was redhead. Yep, that's no good. Well, Dipper, you know, not... Dipper would be quite oh, Dipper brown be by the end. Yeah, yeah, very olive skin. Yep. Um, everyone was giggling and laughing. Well, that's not the thing to do on the beach. That's very disrespectful. Why are you giggling on the, on the beach? Very respectful. What's funny? Kirkby. Yeah. Kirkby must be furious. <laughs> He'd almost be wanting to turn the lights on. I'd like to see Kirkby's side of the story. Yeah. And the Kirk, <laughs> a football psychologist Braveheart. Yeah. Kirkby, the darkness minutes. Yeah. Everyone was giggling and laughing, and then Dipper hopped up. How did he know it was Dipper? It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> this, this story, I'm picking holes in it. You can just hear this. 595. <laughs> and Dipper hopped up. Dropped his pants and showed what he'd been thinking about, exclamation mark. He had this huge erection. <laughs> Everyone just broke up. 
Oh, God. I love it. So in a workplace. <laughs> <laughs> a guy's not only got an erection, he's taking it out. And then showing it. And showing it to everyone. To another 40 men. And I'm sure many female um, uh, stuff as well. Yeah. Bloody hell. But that maybe that is... The bond separated Hawthorne from the best. Well, that's how Dipper calmed himself. Yep. You yep. might go to the beach. You might, you know, switch mm-hmm. off. Dipper. Yep. Chubs up. Oh, many times I've seen Dipper down at the beach with an, an enormous <laughs> erection. And you know he's calm. That's when you can approach him. Uh-huh. Because you know he's in a relaxed state. <laughs> I'm giggling and laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, at what point do you put that in the book? At what point? Like, because it's, it's written uh, with Ken... Peace, Pice? Yeah, I think it's Peace, yeah, who does heaps of that stuff, sports books. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost Rider. So, yeah, uh, a million. He's going, oh, I've got a good one for you, Ken. Uh, okay, okay. What do you got? Okay, let's... Uh, so okay, we had a sports psychologist. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Oh, this could get emotional, actually. Yeah, yeah. Talking about your childhood. <laughs> We're in the dark. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, really, why the dark, not the light? And uh, Dipper's just ripped out this massive cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, John, we can... Um, <laughs> we, um, we might... <laughs> Okay, we'll work with it. <laughs> we'll work with it. How keen are you to get that into the book, uh, Johnny? <laughs> As we enjoyed a, a port out, a port out here at the Prince Alfred. <laughs> I mean, is it, you know, maybe we could talk about the premierships or yeah, the brown light. You want a plugger? Or <laughs> do you really sure you want that in there? I mean. I mean, you're giving me a bit of a stare. I, I, you look pretty angry, though. I I'm not jumping yeah. on board straight away. I might do a bit of a rewrite. Is that all right? Yeah, I might just tweak it. Yeah. Just tweak it, soften it a bit. Just, just Okay, yeah. now, I know we talked earlier, but do we need five chapters on this? I don't think we need five Yeah, chapters. why do you keep going back to it? Yeah, I and don't then... think... I'm, look, I like it, John, but I, I don't think it's a cover shot. <laughs> How about we call the book The Rat of Football Braveheart rather than <laughs> the Dipper's <laughs> Because there's a lot of Dipper's cock talk in it. I'm just, I'm not saying that it can't be in there, John. Yeah, John, look, and I don't know if you want to make it like a three-part <laughs> series, John. Like, no, I don't think I'll write the screenplay for that, John. Yeah, I think just, it'll be fine. I don't think, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think it's going to be yeah. something. That but no, I'll, put, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get back to you. <laughs> so, good story. Good story that every, every kid uh, needs to read, by yeah. the way. Because, you know, kids love sports books. Yeah, well, I would have been... Oh, no, I would have been an adult when that came out. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been out of control. But, yeah, I can tell you what. If I was nine, ten years old, I still would have... Um, Freaked out. ...got this book. And I would have read it and then probably had to go and... Have Never go to Dimmies again. Fucking therapy. Yeah. Never look at Dipper the same way. Yeah. Um, Never turn the lights off. <laughs> Nice, I go to sleep. Mommy, Daddy, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared of the what, there's, there's a headless man in the cupboard. No, Dipper's enormous cock. <laughs> Come out anywhere when it's dark. Oh, thank you, Johnny Platten. So, if anyone else has got any stories about uh, footballers' erections, please yeah, hit feel us free, up. Feel free. Um, we'll wrap it up. Hey, we're going to announce, announce, Adam. It's a big announcement. Oh, we're going to do a bunch of live shows. That's what we're going to do. Mm. <laughs> and we're going to do them at the Imperial Hotel. So this is during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival come, uh, what is it, March and April? Yep, March and April. We've got the dates here. Uh, it's 3.30 on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably get a bit of the early game. Yes. But maybe not the game from Perth. That's okay because we, right. we've shown we're very adept at yeah. covering all issues of football. Yep, absolutely. Um, Sunday, March 27, April 3, April 10, April 17. So we did one last year. It was a huge success, wasn't it? It was we really good horses. fun. Yeah, it was great fun. And uh, I've set up a trybooking.com account. So you can get your tickets right now. Oh! Christmas, just around the corner. Bang. Guess what? If you're a cheapskate, 
ten dollar tickets. Yep. Give that to your mum and dad. Yeah. See how they like it. Just, and, and also, when you do it, photograph the looks of disappointment on their faces <laughs> oh, yeah, when they film go. Film yourself. Yeah. What the fuck's a junk time? Upload it. <laughs> yeah. We need to see the disappointed faces. But yeah, please do come along. The first one was fantastic. And yes. You've got four to choose from. So. So uh, the program for its uh, comedy festival isn't out yet, but you can go to trybooking.com. Just type in junk time AFL podcast and it'll come up. Uh, type in Dipper's Enormous Cock into Google and yep. that will come up as well. <laughs> uh, and also, I'm going to shill myself, Adam, because I'm going to be heading to the Perth Fringe in January. Uh, I'm going to be doing shows at 7pm from January 26th to January 31. Straight A, first one. Look oh, at that. Bring your cape. Patriotic. Put your flag cape on. Is that in Northbridge? Is that where you're performing? It's at the Pirate Bar. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, if you head to fringeworld.com.au, you can get all the information for that. So it's an hour of scintillating stand-up, It would Adam. be brilliant, yeah. Yeah. And um, then I'm going to head down. I'm going to head down. I went down to Leaderville last time I was there. Nice. Um, I didn't get to go down to May. I got to go down to May and check it out. Got to check it out, man. Would you invite Ross Lyon along? Ross Lyon, because we know he loves to laugh. Good sense of humour. Absolutely loves to laugh. Yeah, I'm going to send invites to all the Fremantle players, all the uh, Brian Crowley Eagles players. He's got nothing to do now. Yeah, no, definitely. Ryan Crowley. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry. Get him down there. Yeah. I think I thought I was thinking Colin Sylvia for a second, but no, I mean, no, he's, he's always on, he's on the forefront. Yeah. But Ryan Crowley, he'd come on down. Oh. Oh, oh he'd be a heckler. Wouldn't he? Oh. He'd be right on you. He would give me a hunt. <laughs> he would be right on you, pinching you. Oh, God. I'd be like, dude, get off the stage. Yeah. Nah, I'm just getting into it. Come on, mate. Hey? Just having fun. <laughs> so, yes, fringeworld.com.au. You can buy those tickets now, actually. If you want to head there, type in Michael Chamberlain. And again, also type in Dipper's Enormous Cock. Um, <laughs> Well, we're going to head off. Uh, I'm going to put out a, um, a, well, I hate to use, well, they'll be best ofs. Yes. Yes, from last year and this year. Yeah. I'm going to put that together over the next few days and pop that out in the new year. But thank you very much for your support. Uh, we are Junktime AFLPod at Gmail. We are Junktime AFLPod on Twitter and Facebook. Yes. Keep on sending your messages. If you hear any babies out with bathwaters, we had a few of those in the last few weeks. Adam uh, Rosenbachs, have a happy Christmas and a merry new year. Thank you, mate. And same to all our listeners. Thanks for all your support all year. You've been great. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.